Okay, I'm going to say the thing, and then you can push the button. Okay, this is right. be... Okay. How is Last of Us any different than the plot of Super Mario Brothers? I think that was already basically an SNL sketch, actually. <laughs> Damn it. I have no original ideas. Uh, I could have told you that, Steve. None of us have original ideas. We're all just rebaking stuff that went in and now it's going to come out another way. Hey, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steve. And this is 60 Cycle Home, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, playing, buying. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to do, their show. What you do? What you do last Wednesday? Uh, I was uh, I was over at my friend's house recording my pocket. Oh, so now we're friends. What do you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gonna kill me! <clears throat> it's you know I, we recorded this same session as last week. I'm still getting over this stupid cold that I had. Uh, straight into an ad. That's what we do here, man. That's what we do. We got an ad from John Fleming. This is for a YouTube why, why is, baritone conversion. Why is your... Because I thought it would be funny to put the, the warning message that we got at the top of the screen grab that tells us he that. He must it... have sent us from a different, because we've definitely emailed with John before. Right. I, I thought about reporting him as phishing just to do a little prank. Oh, my gosh. It, Dan... it gave us a warning message on his email, and I screen grabbed it. Dan Electro YouTube baritone conversion for sales. This Dan Electro YouTube that has been converted to a baritone guitar. Uh, this neck is not originally from the guitar. The backside of the neck has been painted. It's definitely a 1950s Dan neck, likely from an early 50s U1. Uh, evidence provided. The original fretboard has been replaced with a baritone scale. Rosewood fretboard measurements are proper. Guitar stays tuned up and down the neck. Tuners replaced with court tuners. Neck has some bow, but frets have been leveled or plucked, if you will. Well, have they been leveled or plucked? Plucked is such a specific thing. You don't tell me the frets are leveled and tell me that's the same thing as plucking because it kind of is, but really is not. So the action is low and there's no dead frets. There's some finish checking on the paint. The 1950s U2 copper finish, original hardware. Pickups are gold. Oh, Pots original, original bridge uh, has been subbed with a Tele style gold bridge along the guitar. And let's look at these pictures. Yeah, let's look at the pictures of the thing. The pictures tell us more than the words do. Uh, we've seen some baritone conversions over the years. This is wild because they did a full fretboard replace mm -hmm. to make the they to make the scale length work i guess but do they really need to do that because they moved the bridge you know would this have normally had three pickups no right i feel no 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 it would have they moved the bridge like you see where the bridge is like and look at where the 12th fret is like this this is not a normal baritone conversion it doesn't have a normal amount of playable space across the neck you you've you've really only got uh you know like 14 frets to work with here i gotta look up what this is supposed to look like because i i does the scale even work it's so, so wild okay that's why i thought of you so they added a pick guard too yeah uh if this works i don't here's a, here's a weird thing i don't there's things about this that i love Okay. There's things about that I hate too. I hate the Tele Bridge. I like that they that they did a a lipstick humbucker as a bridge pickup. 
I think that's really cool and really fun. I hate the Tele Bridge on this. I really like the the relicking. Like this authentic Dan Electro relicking. Oh. Oh. It's beautiful where the, the, the copper Metallica is wearing away to the Formica underneath and the wood stripping away on the edges and stuff. It just looks like it's going to, if, if this thing gets wet at all, it's just going to be over. This thing's just going to disintegrate. This is like so much mojo oh. here. No, the 12th fret should still, even though it's a baritone, the 12th fret should still be halfway, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's, it works. So, I mean, it's hard to say because this picture's at an angle, but I don't think it's even close. Oh, you don't think it's even close to being halfway? No. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm trying to use objects. Well, if they completely did a fretboard swap and and didn't get it close, then that's a tragedy. I bet it works. But does it? But everyone in the comment section, do you think that this guitar is intonatable? I mean, none of these pictures are, are actually flat, so it's hard to... You know, we're right. all done at angles. This one's pretty close to flat. It's it's not though. If it is, then then this is no nowhere near. Look, Ryan. I'm, as an American, I reserve my right to use non measurements as measurements. My finger. I just measured it with my knuckle. It looks like that twelfth fret is right in the middle. You think so? Or close to it. Yeah. Look, this is... Yeah, look, I think the, it's fine. From the saddle... Oh, my to, gosh, Steve is using picks on the is, on his iPad. Basically, two and three quarters picks, right? Two and three quarters picks. But it is... Oh, maybe it is. I think it's close enough that once you figure out the... I don't, th I don't think they would have done a fretboard swap on this without getting it right. Like, it looks like a competent yeah, fretboard yeah. swap. I'm getting two and a half picks <coughs> from the nut to the 12th fret and two and three quarter picks. Doing some really rough measuring here. <laughs> Just eyeballing this thing to death. No, I think I think they did a fretboard swap that made it make sense. Man, that's funky, though. That is super duper okay, funky. If, it, if, it, if I could play this in person. Yeah. If I saw this in a pawn shop. Or, no, I don't think I could do. This, but if I could play this in person, four fifty, I'd be. I think I'd be really tempted. Really? Yeah. If it plays decent. If it plays decent. They said there's some bow to the neck, but it's been plucked. Yeah. Well, they say the action is low. So. Right. Right. Because I almost spent was it two hundred or three hundred on a Dano baritone, a Dano U two, baritone, uh, not too long ago. That was like a nineties one. Right. And you're right. 450 isn't bad. If it does function and it does play. It's got some like nice vintage touches. The GFS. Uh, this is at least $700 worth of mojo. Yeah. It's, no, it's, exactly. it's about $150 worth of funk. <laughs> and like bad decisions. But it's got the, the, the return on mojo is here. And it's undeniable. Yeah. I, I you know. Uh, I can't speak for the Dan Electro like dual lipstick. The the Dan Electro single lipsticks they sound like exactly like lipsticks are supposed to sound, which is to say they sound like shit. No, they're just they're very like. Here's the secret to lipstick guitars, lipstick pickups. 
if you have a guitar with lipstick pickups in it, mm-hmm. only have lipstick pickups in it. Yeah. The moment that you hear a lipstick pickup next to another pickup, you're like, well, I'm never going to use I, this. I put a lipstick pickup in my in my uh, Stratocaster <coughs> or my Telecaster because I wanted to get like, I wanted to try to get like a Strat or I right, want right. to get like a Tele look out of it, but with a Strat size pickup. So I used a lipstick uh, and it just sounded bad. But, it, right. but that's combined with a hot humbucker. But like if you've got them by themselves and you're only yeah. working with lipsticks, then you dial the rest of your rig around it. Yeah. And then they have, you know, a lot of personality. No, they I, have a lot I, of charm. That's the thing is I couldn't because it was like a 5K output pair, right. or like a 4.5K output. But then by the time you balance around the lipstick, then you bounce over to your high output humbucker or whatever. Yeah. And now you have to choose which one's going to sound right because both of them can't sound right. I think for 450, this just looks like a lot of fun. Again, it's for got, fifth, for four fifty, I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna bust it out in part at parties. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, you guys want to, you guys want to see something cool? Look at this, and people are just yeah. gonna sit around and look at it. Uh, let's see things to say about this guitar. Um, I, I kind of don't hate the pick guard. I think it would grow on me. It's, I like it's a sheet. It's some, a sheet of copper or something like that. In some angles, I like it. In other angles, I'm I'm more meh. Uh, what I was going to say is, um, you know, if you're, if you're having a party, Uh uh, you could break this guitar out, uh, if it was like a new year's Eve party, then you could keep playing it until it's new year's day. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a joke in there that I'm missing? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just saying like, if you're playing, I think, I think whether or not you want to pony up, I think this guitar is going to rock. I think it's. I think this guitar is gonna be, be cool. With or without you. I feel like I'm missing a cultural reference here. I'm just saying, like, if you were playing this guitar, and it was. Oh, that doesn't work. If if I found this guitar on the street, would the street have a name? Yeah, uh, I don't know. You might find this. You're you're making jokes about it being a a U2 model. Yes. Okay. Yes. Even (laughs) has nothing to do with the band U2. It's just the model name of the. If you were playing this guitar and you like really got into it, you might feel like you're stuck in a moment that you can't get out of. I, I, you know, I'm worried about tuning this baby. (laughs) Is this is this what we're doing right now? I'm just saying, like, probably getting this thing intonated would be easier than learning how to dismantle an atomic bomb. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> if you brought this home, it would be a beautiful day. There, I'm oh out. my gosh, Steve! Oh, get yeah. it, get it all out of your system. Right. Those are that's that's all the songs that I know. <laughs> Psalm 40. Oh my gosh. I mean, a, a clear improvement to the original design here is that you have intonation on every string. Yeah, yeah. You're probably going to need it. What scale do you think this is? 27. It says it's 27 inches? No, that's just my guess. No, this thing's got to be... 30? A, I bet it's longer than 30. 31? Because normally the bridge, wouldn't, the bridge would be like a lot closer to like maybe not the middle of the body, but... Much further up, like they they really yeah threw a bunch of extra inches on this. There's no. Oh man, it might it might be thirty. 
What, is, what, is, what do you think the scale of a normal I mean, U2 some, is? Something to think about with this is... Uh, something to think about with this is that 12th fret is like in the pocket. Yeah. So it's not a long neck. No, it's not. Like, it's only a 15 fret neck. <laughs> Jesus. Electro. What? U2. Yeah, it's scale. only a 15 fret neck. So that probably is deceptive. Like it makes this guitar a lot shorter than. Look it at looks. where the bridge placement no, is I know, on YouTube. It's like, okay, the scale length is twenty five inches. Not too crazy. Ah, this might be over thirty inches. I, I, I'm telling you, the neck is so much. But it has to. It has the, the neck has to be shorter, because that's why they had to do a, a new fretboard on it. Is because the bridge is placed so far down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm saying that like that, but that's what I'm saying. I think the scale length might not be that much. Here, let me show you this picture after I load it up. Look at where the twelfth fret is on that guitar. No, that's my point. And look at where the twelfth fret is on this guitar. I know. That's what I'm saying. So the scale length might be like you lost like three frets on this neck. Yeah. By changing the scale length. Uh, you lost more like, let's see. Oh, I don't know what a baritone neck would have been, but you've lost at least three. So a norm, like a standard U2 neck is 15, 17, 19, 21. You've lost six frets. Okay. From a standard length neck. It's because they took, because they took a standard length neck. I know. And they, now I get it. And they slapped a baritone fretboard onto it. What what do you think they did first? You think they picked the bridge placement first, or do you think they ch- they picked the the scale of the 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 new fretboard? First? I think they did the scale of the fretboard first, and then f- and man, just... they they played it really tight then because the, yeah, for all they knew that they they would have ended up having to hang that bridge off the body. Yeah, with I mean that maybe fretboard. they measured it, but I you know so maybe they I can't imagine choosing that bridge placement though, like I. It would it would have only taken two more inches, a two inch movement of the bridge to have a twenty seven inch scale. But we don't know that this isn't a twenty seven inch scale. There's no way this is a twenty seven inch scale baritone. Or this is thirty at least. It might be over thirty, honestly. <coughs> it's a long scale baritone. Like this is. It's probably. I my guess is it's a thirty. It might be. Yeah, I I I would not be surprised if we found out this that this was like a 3132. I think this this fretboard they put on there is custom for this guitar. I don't think they bought it off the shelf somewhere. I think they were like, I want to put the bridge here, make me a fretboard that makes this make sense. And this is what they ended up with. Shoot, the pickups are moved. I was going to say, well, we can use the distance between the two pickups. No, the pickups are not in their original position. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, we can use the distance between the two knobs. No. Like, there's... No, I know. It's not enough. Yeah, yeah. It's not enough. This is wild. Is this one going to win the episode? It kind of feels like it. It kind of feels like it's it's exciting. It's in the lead. All right, all right. So, 450, we both agree, like... Yeah, if it, I think if, if it plays, why not? I think yeah, if I played this and I think uh and I liked it, I I feel I mean these pictures suck. That's being well, like honest. Ima- imagine like 
I wouldn't want amazing photos of this. I like the the gritty nature of the photo. But I'm saying like I can't. I guess this. I feel like this photo might be. This is the one that's like. It's gold. Uh, it's like a body. It's a body shot. But even this one looks like the picture is worn out. Right. I don't know. I think these are good pictures. It's got a little bit of that, like, um, uh, uh, what is it, American Outfitters kind of smutty vibe to it. Is that the, the do you remember the t-shirt brand that used to do, like, uh, smutty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Urban Out. You said... Uh, I said American... American Apparel. American Apparel. Yeah. There we go. Don't curse this guitar with that. But it's got the hard shadows yeah. and, like, a single source of, like, you know... A bright light somewhere it makes you think of maybe that like the the guy running the company might be a pedophile. Right, absolutely, yeah. Um, no, but I'm say, saying from like a product ops, like a product, uh, uh, whatever the hell we're doing right now, commentary, like trying to determine whether or not this is a thing I would want to buy. The photos are not good. All right, all right, all right. I think for me, it would depend on like. There's there's clearly like damage. Yeah. There's clearly parts of this guitar that are are you know like well worn, which I think is a good sign. It says that, that someone really enjoyed playing this. Uh if the a deal breaker for me would be if I like I pick it up and like oh this neck's about to fall off. The, like there's the low B string is wound backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. All right, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> like if I think it's structurally about to fail, then that would be a deal breaker for me, you know. But if that's playable and it sounds decent, I might 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 be on top of that if I ran into it on a um in a in a pawn shop or something like that. What are you looking for, Steve? A baritone? No, but um, uh, actually. One. Yeah, Steve found my Gretsch baritone, which is a 30-inch scale. The tuners... I'm so far away from any microphone. The tuners just look kind of weird, so I wanted to see like if they were correct. And those are aftermarket are. tuners. So no, I know they're aftermarket tuners, but like the way I was looking at them in my head, I was like, are these all installed upside down? No, 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 no. It's just because they're on that Coke bottle headstock. Yeah. That they yeah, dude, four fifty. I, I, I would, I would go for that. That's squire money, you know. It and that's that's a wall hanger. Like you hang that up to just to look at it, you know. It's. I think this would be a lot of fun. To, yeah. to play with. If it plays at all, it's going to be a yeah. blast. And if it plays like so, that was the thing with that one uh, Dan Electro baritone I was looking at. You had mentioned that like the '90s ones, uh, like the late '90s, early 2000 reissues, were kind of hit or miss. And so I think if I would have spent even whatever that guy was asking, I don't remember how much now, and it was like a miss, I think I would have been like sad about it. Sure. But I think at 450, if it was like a difficult instrument, but still playable, which for a modern instrument, I would say that that is a miss. Right. But in this case, I'd be like, well, this is difficult to play, but like it's got, even with even with GFS pickups, it's still got some vibe. Sure. And then you just go hunt down some original Dan Electro pickups. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think those pickups are probably going to be fun. How much is an original Dan Electro pickup? They're not bad. Well, actually, they don't know. 
Why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't you get uh, reproductions? You think you you think you're yeah, gonna get that's true extra special sound out of a vintage one? Yeah, like gold foils. Like maybe I can get some of those gold foils that like don't even make any sound, <laughs> like the ones in the new Fender guitars. <laughs> uh, you got anything else to say about this guitar? I don't. Let's let's keep moving. All right, this uh, is a time for housekeeping since this is the second episode of the night and there's no one to introduce. But if you'd like to support this show, you can head on over to 60cyclehumpcast.com. Uh, just kidding. You can head on over to patreon.com slash 60cyclehumpcast. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can um, support what we do here. Yeah, and you know, like what you're supporting when you support us with Patreon is you're paying for travel costs that we incur here and there, food costs because we usually buy food for podcasting nights, so no one has to cook a meal when we're scrambling to do podcasting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, we pay for shipping with it. There's various costs for like services that host the podcast and other data services and things like that. Um, also, we are rewarding our favorite ad of every episode this year with a $25 gift card. Yep. So that comes out of the Patreon funds as well. Basically, if you like this channel and you like the content that we make and you want to support it, Patreon is the way to go. That We use that money as our production budget. You know so, what? You know what? Speaking of, you know what's coming up real fast? What? Damn. Yeah. Did you book a hotel? I did. You did? I did. What's our hotel like, Steve? Uh, it's the Four Seasons Marriott on the northeast corner of Disneyland. Really? 210 bucks a night. Wow. So it's all it's like two blocks. Or it's like a block or block and a half away from uh, where the gear some guys said that okay. they were going to go. All right. Because that hotel was booked up. Uh, so, but I, I was going to bring that up because the Gearsome guys got a, a hotel room that has three queen beds yeah. in it. I didn't know that it was something that could even exist. Uh, but I brought that up because, uh, with Nam coming up, you know, the inner circle money is going to help pay for, right. for that, for, uh, the and that's a Uber trip. I mean, two hotel nights is actually a significant yeah. ding on our budget. Uh, Uber here, there, everywhere, yeah, yeah. food and drink and all that stuff. And yeah, that's a quick, uh, if there's a, if there's a, yeah. Just lots, lots of things. Yeah. A lot of things that go on with uh, these trade shows. So, yeah. All right. Huge thanks to everyone who supports us. Huge thanks to everyone that will. And thanks to everyone who won't, but still watches this nonsense. Yeah. You know who else supports us? String Joy. String Joy. uh, Crafted in Nashville, Tennessee. Played on stages worldwide. The String Joy. Strings are crafted one at a time by Nashville musicians who know that great art is made with great tools. Mm -hmm. Play your way. With String Joy Strings. Click the link below or Brian from Sweetwater also using the link below. Yeah. Uh, this episode's also brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. This is a woodcutter. This is the best. And this is Wacka. The The woodcutter is the best rat style pedal that you can buy. Uh, it's honestly my favorite rat. And I've owned a lot of period. rats. Just and the period. woodcutter just is my favorite rat. They also yeah. have made the Wacka. Maybe they'll make more in the future if enough people beg them for it. It's the only boost with nine foot switches that give you a little boost with every foot switch, and you just kind of mash into it and hope for the best. <laughs> Get it on over to beyourpedals.com. Check those out. Was that a good pitch for a pedal? Man? I don't know. Does it kinda... exist? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much non-functional. Like, this is not a good pedal, but it is a lot of fun, and it's cool. Is it non-functional? <laughs> no, it totally functions, but it's like, how do you... <laughs> 
imagine trying to use it on a stage and like, well, I got half of them on and I need the other half and you're just kind of like mangling it. I think it's a great idea. We sold out of them. Everyone wanted them, apparently. It's incredible. Let's hit this next ad. All right. You're talking too much. I'm talking too much. (laughs) Thought you were sick. I, I'm getting better, Steve. Uh, this was sent by Ralph Pacheco. This is called Stumpcaster. This is local to us. Oh, that's too bad. You could go buy this, Steve. This is up in uh, Poway. Poway. Oh, good grief. Home of Blink-182. Built to appear slightly worn, elm body, humbucker pickup, comfortable neck, plays and sounds great. 8.2 pounds. Same as a Les Paul. Okay. <laughs> Cool. This uh, this is the same as the Les Paul. Oh, this is our second ad in this session where there's been the shotgun shells uh, knobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 12 gauge. What was that? What? Oh, the shovel. The shovel. The shovel. That was from last episode, huh? This is... Uh, this is how much? $4.99? See, that's what I'm saying. This is exactly what I'm saying. For $450, you could get that down like a baritone. Right. This $50, $49 cheaper than this. Right. And this is, I mean, the guy had, a, I watched the video on his reverb listing. The guy has a video of him playing this. Yeah. And it plays. Like, this is a cabin decoration. Like, you hang this up in your cabin. Also, like, I, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really, like, not a fan of this. Why did he put the silk flowers on the headstock? Like, People are going to want to see that headstock before those they buy are, it. Those are silk leaves, Ryan. Those are not flowers. Okay, so they're, they're silk leaves. Like, this is a bad ad. Why I'm sorry. Guy... I'm sorry, local guy who might end up seeing this and might see me on the street and want to beat me up. Why, um, why did this guy make a lot of these choices? Uh, this photo is taken uh, outside of an outhouse. Well, this this picture has the headstock. Shed, shed slash outhouse. Outhouse. Yeah, that is an outhouse, isn't it? I mean, it looks like, or like I said, I guess it locks from the outside, so it's probably not an outhouse. This guy's got an outhouse. He's got a rat trap with a rubber rat on it. He's got a can crusher, a garden hose. He's got a wheelbarrow, a dolly. A, it looks like a, some... A, a saw. And he's got it a plastic like sawhorse. A sawhorse. A Home Depot bucket, it appears. No, it's yellow, so it's a different brand. It might just be the... the. It might be faded from the sun. They don't... They don't fade to yellow. You're probably right. It's, some, it's from somewhere else. Who sells a yellow bucket? <laughs> it's probably just a generic yellow bucket. Uh, you think you can just get a yellow bucket somewhere, Steve? Probably. Let's check Amazon. Let's not. I'm just kidding. <coughs> I, I don't know, man. I can't I can't get into this. This is a very niche uh, sort of build. Mm-hmm. I don't hate the concept. I get it. Like, it's a very specific, uh, pr- like, it's a very specific look. Like, if you're in the country band, country bears jamboree band, then yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to play this guitar. You know, it reminds me, like, we when when Lauren and I moved into this house, we had a big pine tree on the property that we wanted gone because it was just shedding needles everywhere. Yeah. And so when the uh, the tree people came and cut it down, they're like, well, do you want, us, want any logs left behind? I was like, yeah, yeah, we want all the logs for the fireplace and whatever. Oh, could also, could you cut us a bunch of rounds that are like, you know, like four or five inches thick and we could do projects with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I have these grand ideas like, oh, I'll do some, I'll figure out something to do with like these cross sections of the tree. 
never happened. I ended up just burning him. Uh, and this, this reminds me of that moment. Like this guy got a cross section of a tree and he's like, I'm going to turn it into something. And he decided that something would be a guitar. Yeah. Get that live edge round guitar going. I mean, this is, I guess. I don't hate like, it. I, the, I, I sense that you really hate it, Steve. I don't hate it. The parts are fine. The, the, the fact that the neck isn't like quite dead center, I think might be part of what it is a little bit me. off, isn't it? Um, the rest of the construction, as far as, you know, like you said, live edge, etc. It looks like it's coated in an appropriate amount of resin or. Yeah. Whatever. I don't think anything's chipping off um, accidentally. I just, I don't know. I just can't get into. You know this. what kind of, I don't like, I don't like the tele control plate. What? Kind of, do you think just no control plate would be maybe like single volume and a side jack for the output? Okay, that's fair. I, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think to that point, this would look better with there's no pictures of the back, like of the entire back. What is he trying to hide? Uh, but I think, well, there's a picture of the neck plate, it's a fender, yeah, only part of that's what I'm saying. But I think this would have been better to do the wiring, um, rear like a rear route. And then, and then you could, and then make a wood, take a strip of wood and use a, make a wood cavity, cavity, cavity. Why can wood. I not talk this episode? I don't know, man. I can't talk either. A uh, cavity cover for the Why back. do we record these things better. late at night? It's because that's the only time we can. And then we're spent. And you know, yeah. like, you guys don't get, I'm sorry. You guys don't get our best. You just don't. Because we, we, you know, this is our night gig. This is something we do for fun at night, and we turned it into a thing that makes us a little bit of money here and there as well. Hey, I uh, I lost uh, a good ch- I told Melissa after I filed my taxes I should have bought more guitars last year. <laughs> um, I, it, I, I, I'm sure, like, there are people who love this thing. It doesn't feel look. like a, it doesn't feel like a hard miss to me. It just feels like it's not for me. I also just don't really know that I like the... The the arrowhead stock on this. Hmm. What headstock would you like on That's this? That's the problem is I don't know that a, that I don't know what headstock I would like on this. I just don't know if the arrow headless. is headless headstock. Oh yeah, just no headstock. Yeah, and the tuners at the at the butt end of it. Yeah, I don't know about that either. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't. I, don't, I think the arrow actually works. I, I'm actually totally fine. I, I it's, go buy it. I kind of want like a Firebird headstock on this. <laughs> Reverse Firebird headstock. You know, like a, like a very square, like Martin style headstock. I think that could work. Would be, would fit this really well. Yeah. The arrow is a little bit too aggressive for this, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, I'm, that's just my, that's just my opinion, man. You know the real problem is no neck pickup. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a chugga chugga guitar. This is a this is a finger picking guitar. You need like a, a single coil in the neck. In fact, if like anything, that. you should only have a neck pickup. Yeah, I I no you know what? honestly, I'm I'm feeling that criticism. I think neck pickup only, maybe a mini bucker. Mm, mini mini bucker, bucker in the neck. In the neck, I could go for that. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, so we're saying a squared off three by three headstock. A la Martin, a mini bucker in the neck, and uh, take it down to one volume and a side output. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think a side output would be tricky. I don't mind. I, I think the control cap, the control 
layout, I'm fine with two. One would be better. One and an output rear rear uh, control routing, not top. Instead of the shotgun knobs, I want I want knobs that look like the little hats on acorns. Ooh, that's a good call. That's yeah, a yeah. Very good call. Lean it into that woodsy look. I know shotgun yeah. shells are pretty damn woodsy, but you know what I mean. I want it to be more. I want this to be more friendly woodsy, yeah. less hunter woodsy. Or just use like when you when you're making the routes to taking the cavity out, just core out some uh, some of the, like like make knobs out of the back where you're routing. Right, right. Like use that as knobs. Sure, sure. I don't know if you could because the routing process is pretty. Or like if you could find if you it? could find a nice knot in a tree and pull that out and turn that into a knob. Yeah, or maybe just like. Um, your knobs could be like squirrel eyes. Yeah, the eyes of squirrels. Yeah. Those are commonly used as knobs, and it's completely practical yeah. and not unusual at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you could have a wiggle stick on there that's made out of the jaw of a beaver. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. There's another common material used in guitar building. Yeah. Is beaver jaw. Yeah. Hey, Ryan. Yeah? What's new? What is new, Steve? We've got mail. Mail time. Let's open some mail. I got something new. You tell me about your new thing. Uh, I haven't haven't tried it out yet, uh, but I got this Flamma FX10. Oh, because I gave that to uh, you. Portable modeling headphone amp. You sure did, Steve. Uh, I've got one as well. They sent two of them as the thing, so I figured I might as well offer one to you. Oh, here's mine. I've got the, I've got the white one. You're getting the black one. Oh, wh- who got the camouflage one? Uh, they didn't. No send one. It. No one knows because we can't. Find I can't it. find it. It's the thing. I've been looking all <laughs> over. I've never actually seen it. I yeah. I opened up the box. There were three boxes, and it's just I couldn't. No, they sent two. They didn't send the three. So I didn't get to. Uh, I'll let you open that. Witness card. the camouflage one and all. Is- all its glory. It's got some superhero stickers on it. It does. We've got uh, Green Lantern missing his head, Superman, uh, Harley Quinn, and Batwoman. No, Catwoman. She's not a Batwoman. She's a Catwoman. Although, in the Adam West series, they swapped the actress that was Catwoman into being Batwoman, and they really? recast Catwoman. Yeah. Weird. I know. Well, it was, you know... Weird, like, oh, we think she would be better for this or something like that. Uh, hi, I got my shipping money back, but I won a pedal. Was this a mistake? Should I send back the money? Thanks so much for a really fun giveaway. I really enjoy all the content, and I really like the uh, dynamic between you and Steve. It's, it's not just that I share the namesake. I have trouble reading Okay, if this picture, uh, if this picture was the personification of a pedal, what one would it be? They're so happy. Not sure. When I got this, it was a collector's old photo from an album cover. It's a full photo of a uh, a couple, an elderly man, oh, and a young woman holding an accordion. So, what oh. pedal would that be? Uh. That is the Earthquaker Devices Arpeggiator. Okay. If you say so. I say so. <laughs> there you go. And then we've got some... St- so apparently he won the Azor contest and we still returned his money to him. 
which is totally fine because we actually got sponsors to cover the shipping costs on that. Sweetwater, and then I think Big Ear threw money into it as well. Uh, that sounds about right. And my guess like is if I returned, if I returned his money to him, which means we received it, there may have been some confusion. Like I know you read a bunch of letters, right? And I think some of the people who sent letters and got their letter read during that like super long live stream you did with Lauren uh, thought that they want to pedal because they, oh. because they missed the other video or we screwed up. Which well, he said he possible. got, he said he got his pedal. Oh, so I don't know, man. I don't know if he got the pedal and he got his money back, then that's great. All right. Open that other thing, Steve. Do you need a blade? Uh, yes. There's a lot going on here, so I'm trying not to blade I too much. I think I know what this is. This is a dipper tremolo arm. It is what I thought it was. You wrote about this right before I left on the trip, right? It's a right? Jazzmaster-style tremolo arm made for a Stratocaster. I personally cut, bend, tap, and polish each one by hand here in Oklahoma. I have these for sale on my reverb. Just search for dipper tremolo arm. There's a lot of tape here. So I'm hoping that this is compatible with my uh, player plus here. Oh, it's taped. It's taped in. Well, let me because I'm actually I'm not a fan of this short little wiggle stick here. Is it I've a, got a is longer. That a, is that a screw in? Yeah, I've got a longer arm on my uh, my old Mexican strat, and I always really really love that. But this is like extra long, so I'm wondering if it'll be too long. On, Look hold, at hold, how long I that is. I was gonna say hold it up next to the other one so we can. That is like. Extra, super duper long. <laughs> Dip, oh, here's a sticker. Hang loose, y'all. Dipper tremolo arms. This is going to be tricky because this is one of those bridges where it's angled. Mm. Is it going to go in there? It's going in. Oh my gosh, this is going to be silly. <laughs> Look at that hot angle on oh the end of it, gosh. too. Oh, my gosh. That is quite the length. That is ridiculous. I'm going to have to get used to that, but that's, <laughs> that's fun right off the bat. You're going to have to like play over the neck pickup now. <laughs> well, usually like on a jazz master, I don't usually have my hand on the end. Mm. I'm usually like putting a couple fingers somewhere. Right. You know, like I like to be able to move my hand around on it. I don't necessarily grab the end and go crazy, you know? Well, something to think about. Yes, that's right, Steve. It is something to think about. Are these all stickers too? That's fun. Yeah. Do you think do you think your kids want stickers? No. My okay, kids my kids, my, my kids, kids will love the stickers. My kids don't sticker. Your kids don't sticker Not at really. all. I'm my oldest might. All right, all right. This episode is also brought to you by Chase Bliss Audio, which might be Chase Bliss. I got. I really. They're not Chase Bliss visual. Yeah, they're definitely not Chase's visual. This is the. Oh, they are fun to look at though. This is the Therme analog delay and pitch shifter. It's it's, it's my favorite delay pedal. Really. From 
Chase Bliss. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I it, it's pretty high up there. I see what you're getting at, Steve. It's pretty high up there. I'm definitely never getting rid of it. I love it. It's, it's, it's cool. Just, it's a cool unit. At its core, it's a fun, uh, you know, every day, always on sort of delay. But then you want to get wild and you turn one of these knobs and you can set a different interval for your repeats. Two different intervals, actually. You could have double octaves up or down. You could have fifths, fourths. Uh, 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 thirds, fourth. No, okay, no, no. it's fifths and fourths and oh, octaves okay. and two octaves and then off. And then you can glide them so they're gliding in between the notes oh, and stuff like cool. that. I'm sitting here thinking about how I haven't played this in a while and I miss it. I need to. I need to have a reason to, to mess around with this you again. To, you just need to make a new video just for the yeah. Thing. I really probably should because it's such a fun pedal. And then it's got all the, the chase dip switches on the back there. I need, I've need. i been working on, I've been thinking about an, an expression control gizmo that I oh, right. want to put together. That would and be I, fun for this. And my mind started to go into that. And I was like, ah, oh, man, that'd be fun for this yeah. thing. Hopefully I actually get around to completing that project or starting the project. I got the parts for it. Mm-hmm. I just need to actually oh, do you, put Did it you find a box? I haven't found a box yet, but inside... This thing is a thing that Steve and I know about. You, sh- you know what you should just do? I oh. should just use this cardboard box. No, no, I don't. I was gonna say I don't know if it'll help do the wear and tear, but you should get just get figure out what dimensions you want, and then have someone 3D print the box. Ooh, a 3D printed box would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I, like I thought that of idea. that because I saw the little rocket ghost back there. Yeah, from yeah. Rocket music gear. This little guy. No, that's a fun guy. Uh, you want to hit this? Oh, did I say chasebliss.com? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to Chase. Go follow them on all their social media. Tell them that we sent you. Is this a good ad? Probably not. I don't know, man. Uh, do you, do you, how do you want to talk about this topic? Oh, yeah, there's a topic. Uh, do, do we even need guitar heroes? So it's the topic. So here, here's what happened. Uh, is someone commented on one of our, our very old podcast episodes where we talked about the fact that we think that Joe Bonamassa is a, uh, a troll for the sake of marketing himself. Yeah. You can go find that episode and watch it and disagree with it or agree with it if you want. Uh, it was fairly lighthearted. But it's also excellent boomer bait. And we get a lot of comments from people who are being very defensive towards uh, their favorite blues lawyer boy. Um, (laughs) and, uh, I got a comment, I want to say last night where I ended up having a long conversation with a commenter cause he kind of opened it up like, Hey, the the channels like this, you know, just guitar culture in general, I think he was trying to get at, oh, a lot to guitar heroes because they kind of made guitar the thing that it is. And while that's true to a certain extent, like there is, there is a lot, a lot of the guitar industry and a lot of guitar culture is built on top of people's fandom and idol worship of guitar gods and stuff like that. Myself personally, and how I build the content on this channel really have nothing to do with hero worship or, you know, like chasing the, the tone of the guitar gods or anything like that, or the skills right. of the guitar gods. And he he made a point that really, it grabbed my attention. Uh, do you have the comment, the first comment there from him? Yeah. You want... that, that he, he, made, he made this point 
that in 10 years, okay. this channel might not exist so, anymore so this is, because the Guitar Heroes will have retired or become too obscure. So here's the, here's the quote. Without guys like Joe Bonamassa, mm-hmm. Eric Gale, Josh Smith, etc., there might not be a 60 Cycle Hum channel in 10 years. The baby boomers are retiring and our legends are dying and retiring every year. Who is Joe passing the mantle to? Who's the next Joe or Derek Trucks? I know this was an old video and I'm too busy watching videos to improve my playing, but on occasion I click on shit like this. <laughs> I wish you guys a lot of success as well uh, as you're doing your part to, to keep guitar and guitar music alive. So there's a lot of back and forth between you and this guy. And I, I think... I was just ha- I was having fun kind yeah. of like exploring the the concept with him. I think there's like, a I didn't lot feel of like, like screen grabbing him or like shaming no, this guy I think or whatever. There's a lot of like cross, saving it for the podcast. I think there's a lot of cross conversation that was just like reading the back and forth. One, I think it's funny that it's without guys like Joe, Eric Gale, or Josh Smith when Eric Gale is is dead. Well, I'm there's getting a, there's a lot of right, mentioning right. you know Jimmy and different guys here. But uh, I think let, listening to you read it again, I think what he was getting at is that. When the boomer generation tunes out of this concept of this of this sort of content, then channels like this might be in trouble. Right. What at what age, age range would you put the boomers in? Uh what is it like sixty plus? Sixty five plus at this Sixty five plus. Uh YouTube studio right here, my demographics is showing me that the sixty five plus crowd. Mm-hmm. Is less than five percent than the eighteen to twenty-four. Oh crowd. yeah, one hundred percent. That's it's, that's obvious. It is seven point eight percent of sixty cycle hum viewers that's, that's are in actually, the sixty-five plus crowd. That's actually higher. I would guess that most of you, our audience is either elder, millennial, or Gen X. We have. I would say thirty-five. What I don't know. What are you, what are the categories? Eighteen to twenty-four. What's the category tw- under? Boom! Oh, under what I just said, I thought would be boomers. Fifty-five to sixty-four. No, that's not. I think your highest is what's the one under that? Forty-five to fifty-four. I think that one's going to be on the higher side, but I think whatever's under, like well, I guess it would be probably like thirty-five to forty-five or whatever. You're right on top of it. Thirty-five to forty-four. That is our highest demographic yeah. at twenty-four point three percent. Also, that's who we are. So that's who we sense. are. That is our age. I think we're the elder, it's but no, still so, tech savvy. I'm definitely age. an elder millennial or a baby Gen Xer, yeah. depending on who you ask. Uh, I, but the, the the majority of our viewership is 25 to 54 with outliers. Yeah, like there, those are the there's three age groups in there, and that's all of them. So I'm not worried at all, and I don't think that I think that that guy he was coming to a conclusion based on his own experiences, which is fine. That's what we all do. Yeah. Um, I I, I I don't think that guitar's gonna die with the boomers, and with with if they're not around to support the industry anymore, I don't think we're gonna be in that great of trouble. I mean, seven percent is not a small number of people yeah. to not have in the audience that are retired and not purchasing things anymore. But it's also like, we're going to, we, you, you, you replace that with new youth. That's the way things yeah. are supposed to work. I, so I think, I think there's a couple things. I think, Oh, you, so your first response was explain to me why this channel wouldn't exist in 10 years without those players. 
I don't get it. I don't know. I guess when I when he says without guys like and then goes on to who is the next Joe or Derek Trucks, I can tell you who the next Joe or Derek Trucks is. Uh, and well, the funny thing is, in my, he might actually be older than Joe, uh, at least Joe. Um, oh shit, he is. Uh, I was gonna say is Jack White. Okay. Jack White's probably not dying anytime soon. How old is Joe, Jack White? Jack White's 47. He's two years oh, okay. older than yeah, Joe yeah. Bonamassa. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of, like, that's when I first started to say I was like, huh, and then I realized, oh. Uh, but, but Joe Bonamassa has an old soul. But uh, I, so I, I would say, I would say as far as guitar heroes go, like, there's some things. Jack White's a perpetual teenager. Yeah, there's some things in here where I feel like, Y'all are, are just, like, talking past each other maybe a little bit. Sure, sure, of course. Uh, like, you say, personally, I don't have heroes. Here I am playing guitar, which which I get it. And But then his thing is like, well, you know, but didn't you have a guitar hero at some point? I think we all, we all had somebody, but it's not necessarily a guitar hero, right? Like, I, I hear people talking about, like, Oh, I wanted to, I, I started playing guitar cause I wanted to play like Jimi Hendrix or whatever. I never had that moment. Yeah. I started playing no, guitar I because I saw a friend play smells like teen spirit. And I was like, Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Like that was my moment is like me realizing like, Oh, I could do that. That looks simple. I can process that. I see what's happening with my eyes and I can repeat mm. that. Mm-hmm. This, that looks like a fun thing to try to do. It wasn't because I was in love with Nirvana or anything. Right. Like I knew, knew the song from the radio. I think, that, you know? I think a lot of. I think a lot of people though, like at different points, they would say like, Oh, there was maybe one player. I mean, I guess I, you know, to that point, I like, I got serious about guitar again because I was kind of had that same revelation, like at a church camp, like, Oh, church music is the, the stuff at that point. It was like very acoustic guitar driven. I was like, Oh, this is really fun. Everyone's having a good time. Right. Like I could, like, I really want to learn guitar. Um, also when you're a teenager, you just need something to do with your hands. Like anything, <laughs> just give me something to keep my uh, hands busy. But the other part of that is, you know, he names off all these big names and I guess like from an industry supporting aspect, I can see, you know, he says, Oh, uh, Hendrix sold, sold more strats than any fender rep, which, uh, you know, is maybe there, you know, there's a point to that, right? Like, uh, but the flip side of that is it's not like we don't have young up, you know, young up and coming guys like Tim Henson is sure, you know, 20, whatever, 21 or however old, like he's very young. Also strats were already uh, on, they were already on the menu before Hendrix started playing them. Like weren't he, they on the down though? I, I don't know. I mean, there are definitely guitars that like, I know. And if it hadn't have been Strass, it would have been some other guitar that would have been played by some other artist. You know, like, like, like there's a definite discussion that like Les Pauls were dead before until Eric Clapton picked one up. Like they literally stopped making them. Right. Right. In 1961. Right. Right. Um, But I, I think the idea that like, oh, well, you know, trashing on Joe Bonamassa is disrespecting a guitar hero. It's not and, my guitar here. And and that that it matters somehow is is maybe a little closed off to like the rest of the the music world. I I would I would this isn't going to be a really bad take in my mind. I know this is not true. Okay. 
but in my mind, Joe Bonham, nobody's bought a guitar because of Joe Bonamassa. I don't, I guarantee I you, know that's not true. I know 100% it's not true. It can't be true, but like, I don't, Joe Bon. like if I went to my parents' house, my parents are not musical people. My mom wouldn't know the name of anybody. Right. But, uh, if I asked my dad, I said, "Hey, you know who Jimi Hendrix is?" He'd probably be like, "Get your get your liberal ass out of my house." Uh, but no, but like my dad, my dad knows who Jimi Hendrix is. He's not right. a fan, but he knows who he is. Eh, Jimmy Page, he probably doesn't. But if I, you know, who, you know who Led Zeppelin is, he's gonna know who that is. I know non guitarists who know Joe Bonamassa is. I don't, but I don't. they that but they're in this very <laughs> specific scene. People who love the blues. Kind of retired age people who like to go to big concerts. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a very interesting scene to me because my parents never went to big concerts and stuff. I didn't know people who did that, who were that age. But, like, on Lauren's side of the family, like, a significant part of like the older people in her family like they go to like they go to like there's a big country festival or something and they go to kind of like big mainstream concerts and stuff cool so they're aware of joe bonamassa because they they'll go to shows right because like in my head joe bonamassa is like he's the guitar lawrence welk yeah sure like and i don't that lawrence welk is the the greatest accordion player or whatever he inspired weird out seeing seeing i'm pretty sure weird al's dad inspired him well that too. His, his dad is like a legitimately notable accordion polka guy uh, uh, weird al made a comment on he was on hot ones right and he made a comment about being a kid and watching lawrence welk on tv i used to watch lawrence welk and and, weird al and i have that and how like the accordion was like a king like a yeah like a top tier accordion was guitar of the 50s look at this there's a teenager in this photo learning accordion oh, really? <laughs> i've got a photo of my dad who was learning accordion oh, yeah in the 60s because it was a huge instrument yeah like you think about what an accordion is is it's like a full band in a box basically it's, right it's you're playing two different keyboards at the same time you can play any song on an accordion and it can sound amazing it's just like everyone got tired of it and people got over polka you know yeah. I, I think you know yeah everybody's aging uh i get it i i understand that aspect of it but i don't think we're heading towards a guitar hero mass extinction event where no. and the flip side of that is if we had a stretch like what would the stretch have to be if every guitar player over the age like if every famous guitar player over the age of like seventy all died in the next five years, they don't even have to die. They just like or uh, retire. Like we don't have money. We're 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 focused on retirement. We're just going to use the guitars we have, and we're not going to be in the yeah. market. So anymore. say by like twenty thirty, you know? all of these guys are out. Gilmore, right? You know, Page, Thedge. Uh, but like it doesn't matter if Bonnie Ray, all if these the heroes are, are gone because they're this recording. Yeah, the recording still exists. People still, it's like if that argument held any water, then no one would know who Jimi Hendrix is, right? You know, like that's not, it's not that's not the extinction level event. The extinction level event is that the people caring about those heroes are out of the market. Yeah. It's not that the recordings have stopped you know, like being accessible or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not that those people aren't around to make music and perform on stages anymore. It's that the people that listen to music aren't listening to them anymore. But in that case, like uh, here's, 
here's here's my thing. I don't think we guitar has been so abundantly blessed mm-hmm. in the past nearly hundred years. Mm-hmm. In the past seventy five years, it's been guitars, 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 guitars. Everything has been guitars for seventy five years, and we're spoiled rotten brats about it and we're just like oh no guitar shredding music isn't isn't you know the top music anymore pop music doesn't have guitar solos and blah 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 it never did before what are like what are we worried about happening things going back to normal that's what we're worried about is things is guitar normalizing guitar's already normalized right but i'm talking like when it's it's a tool instead of being like a a prerequisite for a song. Yeah. I mean, it used to be like you can't have a song without guitar. Do you remember when rock and roll was edgy? <coughs> and then freaking Van Halen, like Hot for Teacher is just propaganda to stay in school, kids. Come on. It's a psyop. Come on. No, but seriously. Okay, here, here's... Here's a potentially controversial. I don't think you're going to find it controversial. And I feel like both of us are old I enough think, to know that like every 10 years, someone stands up and goes like, guitar rock is dying. Who's going to yeah. save guitar music? And it's like, it's not dying guys. It's still here. here. So here's the other thing is, is, you know, who's Joe, who Joe, who is Joe Bonamassa going to pass the torch to? That's not how things who work. Cares? Who cares? Who cares? I, I don't want to, I don't want to full on say who cares, but here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Different, different. A lot of different things are going to happen, right? Some buddy some, once told me the word. <laughs> some, some kid, right? Uh, maybe it's too. Maybe it's too late for this. I'm, I feel out. There's of no t- torch passing. No, there is torch taking. There's some kid rising up with some new sound that all the old people hate. Rising up and snatching the torch away yeah. and being like, "I'm taking this, and everyone is going to follow me." Okay, string of hot takes, maybe. Okay. All right. First, the first thing I'll say is, uh, in my opinion, here we go. This is opinion. There has an not piece. been a new pop relevant guitar hero. Yes. In the last twenty years. Yes, and that is that a hot take? That and that person is Jack White. Ooh. Who who would you say it is? I'd say that person is Jack White. I actually i I am tracking that take, and people out there are are clenching their buttholes so tight right now because they're thinking of it in terms of their fandom of being guitarists listening to music. Think about it in in terms no, that's what I'm saying. of in, the in general of, population listening to music. General population. I, think, I don't. I feel like he might be right. I think Jack White, and I think we've had this conversation before that he's the last new guitar. Now, I'll, now I'll say that. Here's the real hot take. Because when when the general population person, a general music listener, you say Jack White, they think of a guitarist. Mm-hmm. Now, now a general population music fan is not thinking about Joe Bonamass at all. There are outliers. There are people who are aware of him, but generally that's guitar music for guitar guitarists. Here is, here's another potentially, and this is all tying into this. If there is another guitar hero, it's not in the sense of like the, well, the problem is the, we don't really have pop music. The stand anymore. up and shred of, you know, eighties, you know, even this 
seventies. Even if you know, if some people would say like Kurt Cobain was the guitar anti-hero, right? Like, sure, sure. He was writing great songs. He was just kind of it, it was a very punk aesthetic. There wasn't, if there believe it or a, not, there wasn't a ton of guitar heroism in. There was a lot of guitar, but there wasn't a lot of guitar heroism in '90s alt. Oh no, no, no! I get yeah. it. I, yeah, yeah. I have to remind myself every few months that Kim Thale exists, right? Because I forget that Soundgarden is more than just Chris Cornell, right? Right. And I don't even know what the names of the other guys in Soundgarden was. Sure. Was Jay Maskison? No, I'm just no. kidding. Here's the hot take number two. If there is, if I somebody said name, no, there's guitar heroes after Jack White. Again, I have to think about this in terms of pop music. And I, I want to be super clear here. It's not about guitarists that, it's not about guitar heroes for guitarists. We're talking about guitar heroes for the general yeah. popular Pe- music listening. People who are getting right. the general population interested in guitar. John Mayer. Oh, fuck. I forgot about John Mayer. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, Jack White, John Mayer basically came out around the same time. Right, right. After those two guys, I forgot about, sorry, I forgot about, sorry, John. Sorry, Mary. I forgot that. I forgot about John. Uh, and all those John Mayer folks, Rhett, Rhett's a big, I right, think right, Rhett's right. a big John, yeah, yeah. John Mayer fan. Taylor Swift. But do her fans look at her as a guitar hero? No, but. She played. I bet, there's all sorts of pop artists that play I and musicians that play guitar, but they're you, not guitar heroes. Like I bet if you, here's what I'm getting at is I bet if you track sales, sales yes, over the absolutely. last 20 years of, hey, who inspired you to pick up the guitar? Taylor Swift has Taylor Swift is going to be in the top five of people who are you know not who didn't who started who started their careers after the year 2000. I would bet money that Taylor Swift number one. has led to more people picking up guitar than Joe Bonamassa now, ever Now, has. here's where I'm or going with will. that is, yeah, like Taylor Swift, it's, it's you know, she has, I think, like, I watched this video. She has, like, 21 strum patterns that, or 21 chord progressions that she uses. Sure, sure. Very simple. Actually, it's very limited scope. That's that actually might be part a of, lot of chord progressions. No, because more it's, than like, I work with. it's like... G- GDC and then it's like GCD right, and then it's right, like right, right. DGC like it's it's all you know but it, that's where the money is baby but that's, but that's where the money is and that's part of the draw right but here's what happens yeah like a lot of people pick it up and they don't go anywhere but some of the people who pick up the guitar that's everything they, though they they yeah they start with Taylor Swift and then you know you think about like the tour she's going on right uh, about to go on like maybe that gets them from Taylor Swift to Phoebe Bridgers to Joni Mitchell, to uh, James Taylor. And now you're talking about that James Taylor is a lot of people's guitar hero. I right. Mean, you know, or they're starting with Taylor Swift, Julian Baker. They're getting into like some more mathy electronic stuff or electric like effects and stuff. And now they're going back into that indie track of, of the 90s and maybe they end up at Sonic Youth. Like it's all gateway. Right, right. And it's getting people in the door. And doing this, or they're, you know, they're getting Taylor Swift and they're like, well, what about like her older stuff? Oh, uh, her old country stuff is weird. And, but somehow that gets them into George Strait and then they just go back and back and they end up at Roy Clark or they end up at quite the journey. Yeah. uh, Let's go on a journey. I'm just saying like, there's a lot of things and I don't really, I don't think you need to be like, but that's also like Spotify culture. Like you, you end up places. Yeah. Like my, you know, I brought up my zoomer sister before she's a huge uh, Taylor Swift fan. She doesn't play guitar at all, 
What uh, the hell? But she also like her musical tastes are all over the map. Yeah. Like she'll she'll name drop someone like you listen to them and we'll we'll talk about them for a while. I'm like, well, have you heard of this person? And she's like, no, I've never heard about them. And I try to play them and she's like, no, not interested. Because she didn't find them. This is the thing you have to like, this is a whole other side <laughs> tangent. The thing you have to remember about being young, and you she's in her young 20s. It. You have to find it on your own yeah. and it has to mean something. Like I remember people trying to show me stuff when I was young and it didn't connect because that's not how you find stuff when you're young. You have to find it on your own or find it in a situation that you are in that's meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. And that you know that's a whole other side tangent one last comment on this i think we're done i just that's just kind of my take is i don't think i think as long as guitar exists in music and guitars instrument that you can hang on your wall guitar is and an incredibly practical and pull down and entertain yourself they're gonna sell right here's a question i have that's somewhat related to this topic not really only in like that sort of way like where they touch and they uh, have you listened to Froggy Stomp? Uh, the uh, Presidents of the USA first album that just was released like two weeks ago. No. Yeah, they re- they re- It's the album that they. Is it like a like a demo? It was only a tape originally. It was before their self titled. I need to. So track it's got this down. it's got a lot of the songs from the self titled. Like it's got I, it's got Kitty on it. It's got yeah, like, yeah. Indian Princess or whatever. It's got a lot of those songs. I, I watched, they re-released uh, the video for uh, Peaches because they, they tracked down an mm. HD version of it. So I oh, rewatched wow. that. Yeah. They've been, they've been doing some stuff over there at the president's headquarters. Yeah. So I just, I thought of that because, well, I thought about that earlier, but then I was like, oh, well that, like Chris Ballou is a guy who I would say, like, if you, if I was trying to name off people who might qualify as a guitar hero for you i would definitely but. say an influence but i feel like a hero and an influence are two di- totally different things ah like a hero hero, I need a hero hero implies a level of worship a level mm. of mm-hmm. you know like oh how how did they here's a is a living god sort of situation i you know i i i enjoy his music right i connect with his music i don't view him as someone to be worshipped i don't yeah. view anyone that way you know like you know you, I, i've learned to play guitar uh, a lot of how i learned to play guitar learned playing along to dick dale tracks and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. dick dale's an incredible guitarist i don't idolize him mm. i don't worship him he's not an idol to me yeah. he's not a hero you didn't have a dick dale poster on your did you have any like music posters on your wall when you're no i was like i i shredded up uh surfing mags and put up oh, okay. little you know like surf picture pictures like a lot there. of reef catalog <laughs> yeah i love i love the sandals yeah. big fan of the great, sandals great sandals yeah <laughs> um all right yeah yeah i just I, you should check it out it's really raw oh uh, I, it's like I, it, I it literally it already yeah it really sounds like somebody just took a tape i mean you're probably not wrong in that the presidents are one of those bands where i can listen to every album all the way through yeah. and not dislike any of it but it's also like This more, I, I, I like the music more than it's like, oh, here's like a, a guitar inspiration. Like, I, right. I love the way the guitar is, but it's not like, oh, man, here's my here's my guitar idol. I mean, there is an angle to that. God, we're just kidding. Sure. Who cares? Uh, it's this like, is the last episode of Night. Let's just, it's there. There's, uh, there's guys who, you know, I guess with the guitar hero, it's like you follow everything they do. So it's like people are like, I know that Slash was in Guns N' Roses. 
I don't know anything else he did. Like right. if 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 they came out with a signature model, uh, Chris Ballou, uh SG, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go buy a signature guitar. No, but you would beg get, you'd beg Mark Agnesi to send you one. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I like that would be funnier if you yes and did that, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know we were doing improv. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't interact with guitar that way. I don't. Yeah. I don't. It says I'm the same way with you know a lot of stuff. Like I'm not. I'm not a fandom guy that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like things. I enjoy things, but I don't have lists of favorite things. You know, right. I don't have lists of things that I put on pedestals and and whatnot. You know. Um. Uh, to wrap this up, uh, want to read the last two comments I had that with that guy? I had a, I had to reply to him, and then he had a, a last reply to me. And I feel like that puts a good button. Sure. On so you said uh, you wrote a lot of words just to say I don't know. The nice thing about guitar is that there's room for all kinds of fandom. There's room for people who want to treat it like a spectator sport where they root for their favorite finger athletes and keep scoring their heads. And there's room for people who see it as a creative tool, not bound by the well-trodden blues riffs of the past. And there's room for people who purely have an infatuation with guitars and object. That's me. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else, it's all valid. And he says, uh, your lips to God's ears as there has been no greater gift in my life than playing, listening to music. I'd be lost without it, and I think learning an instrument is vital to a person's growth. Even if you don't make a career of playing it, it will give you a place to go to relax and express yourself. It's also an amazing gift to the mind. As you learn and practice, you stimulate another part of your brain. It also crosses boundaries. It brings people together no matter your race, creed, nationality, or social economic class. It is the most unifying gift to humanity. I feel like that's a beautiful way to end that conversation. Uh, not just our conversation, yeah. but the conversation I had with that guy is like, I mean, the way he closed that is like, yeah, that's, that's why we don't, that's kind of why we don't need guitar heroes is yeah. because it's a self, like the joy of playing music, the joy of experiencing music, whether, whether it be guitar or honestly, like mm-hmm. two turntables and a mixer, you're doing a DJ thing or no microphones a, or a synth. Or you're you're doing it all on a computer or something like that using virtual instruments. The joy and the excitement of making music is its own reward, mm-hmm. and we have guitar heroes because it is intrinsically rewarding, and people fall in love with it and make a life out of it and do incredible things with it, and we all get a taste of that when we interact with instruments. You know, like we, when you interact with the arts. I don't have anything else to say. All right. This last ad was sent by Greg Dodd. It's called corner guitar. I called it corner guitar. I know <laughs> unique double neck guitar slash lap steel guitars, a left-handed tally strong, right-handed lap steel has one single coil pickup and also has Duesenberg string bender system installed. Palm lever a bends second string up a full step lever B bends third string up a half step. Corresponds to A, B foot. Okay, on a pedal steel. Third lever lowers the fourth string down, like the knee lever. Can get some awesome pedal steel licks with those palm levers. Does take a bit of getting used to activating the levers while picking. I kind of want There's no price on this. Oh, yeah, I didn't get a price. Or it wasn't sent to us. I kind of want to mess around with one of those lever rigs. I don't want to buy one. I want to try one and then figure out if it's something I can even do. 
Um, I thought this was interesting, not just because it's a guitar that you can lean in a corner safely, because it's, it's two guitars at a right angle from each other. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it's smart because one is a, is a lap steel. And so you're holding the Tele style guitar up with the strap. And then the lap steel is being held flat in front of you for, for doing slide work and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fun that they did this project with, what I imagine started as a lefty Telecaster. It was definitely a lefty Telecaster. Look at the angle on the bridge pickup. So they cut, yeah. they cut away the top horn or the top bout area to give it that double cut look. And then there's an empty control plate there. I think it's, I think that's a clever bit of ingenuity with this guitar. It's someone's project. It's not perfect on the back, but it's pretty damn clean. I'm really interested in how you decide which, what you're playing, because it looks like there's only one output. Uh, there's only one output jack. There's only one set of controls. But there is a switch, and there's only one pickup on the uh, on the lap steel. So you've probably got a five-way there. Mm. So you've got uh, one one setting is the bridge pickup on the lap, uh, then there's a dead setting, and then like the middle is the bridge on the telly, middle on the telly, and neck on the telly. That's my guess. Five way switch and master volume and tone. Who is this for? It's for country <laughs> players. It's for twangers and and sliders. And you gotta turn the lap steelers all the way around to play it as a lap steel. No, you don't. I guess you could reach down. A long reach. No, the guitar's right here, and then your lap ceiling right here. Yeah. And then you just, you know. I mean, I really like this as an idea, and it's a really clean execution. I'm just trying to think through the. I don't know why you're having a, of a tr- trouble imagining that. Because I'm just thinking about how your hand would get to like right here. Ah, uh, they're probably not going that high stuck. most of the time, anyways. What do you think they're going to shred on this thing? I wish there was a price. They're playing Sleepwalk on it. I'm sad there's not a price. Yeah, it would be nice to know the price. What's sleep- guys? When what's you sleepwalk, the song "Sleepwalk." I don't know that song. You don't know "Sleepwalk." I mean, I've, it sounds familiar. I probably know it. I just don't know it by name. Is that that Hawaiian song? Do 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 do. Yeah. Okay. That's what. That's like the quintessential pedal steel song. I just don't know the name. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah, I know that song. I mangled that part pretty bad. I mean, I despite your best efforts, I still recognized right, what right, you were right. Playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you? Well, I mean, neither of us have any frame of reference for the price of this. Four hundred dollars. I think this must be worth four thousand dollars. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> if it had a B bender, then that would be that would be the ultimate. If it this. had a B bender, it would be worth at least fifteen hundred dollars. Right, for, right. Just for the B bender. No, this looks like clean work to me. If so, yeah. if someone wanted it, if assuming it plays decent, uh, I can't tell. I already tried. It's a maker like model on the headstock. Silt. It looks like some sort of parts neck or something like that. Um, I feel I feel like it'd be totally fair for someone to try to charge north of five hundred, but under seven fifty. Okay. Like, if it works and it all checks out, like, why not? Yeah. They no, can, no, I mean, they can try to... I'm saying it would be fair for them to charge it. I'm just saying I wouldn't pay more than 400 No, you wouldn't because you're not going to play this guitar. 
Well, what if I wanted to learn lap steel? Then you're going to get a, a cheap lap steel. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's got the hardware there. It's, it's got the, 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 the bar mm-hmm. divey thing. I already forgot, forgot what it's called. It's called a doozy, <laughs> Duesenberg. The doozy like thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a doozy. All right. I don't know. Is this the time Duesenberg where, string bender. where we pick our favorite ad? This is, I feel like it's real easy. I just feel like it's real easy. Do we need a... We had the stump caster. Yep. We had the corner guitar. corner guitar, and we had the gold shovel. Yeah, no, the YouTube baritone. The YouTube baritone. Oh yeah, it is easy, isn't it? It's YouTube baritone. Holy right? hell! Oh, yeah, it's the YouTube baritone. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Congrats, YouTube baritone. John person. Fleming. John Fleming already won. Did he? Hey, we said this was gonna happen. What? Did, well, he won last time. No, he won like a few weeks ago. Well, he should just say. His uh, his gift cards, and he can stack them up. <laughs> you know, like I I actually thought that you know we were gonna have a a, a lot of uh, weeks where it was gonna be Mark DeBrune and Michael Krause because they had been like you know what show of you know what's for so funny long. is yeah I don't know if Mark has sent an if he sent, he always sends in clusters right and I don't think he sent an ad in a while or if he like he or. We just haven't gotten to his section of the emails yet. He was sending ads to keep us afloat because he knew that we needed it. And now that he knows that we don't need it, now he doesn't feel the duty to keep the show going. I don't know. He still uh, still unsubscribes every episode. (laughs) Mark and Michael Krause have kept this show going with ads for a long time. I I salute you. Michael Krause is still, he sent some ads today. He did. He did. And I feel bad every time I don't pick one of them or we don't, or one hasn't won yet. Like he got close like two weeks ago, right? Uh, I think so. If you're, you guys are going to win. Like no. just keep sending ads and you know, you're going to win eventually. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, I feel, I really like this. Like, I really like this adventurous club. It's thing. fun, right? I could see doing this like until we die. All right. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying until the podcast ends. I'm saying I, it, I don't plan on living that much longer. So. Okay. Yeah. So at least three more weeks. <laughs> at, at yeah, at least until both of these episodes are published. Oh my gosh, how dark are we going to get oh right now? Uh, all right. Sorry. I always tell that to my wife, and she's like, "Please stop talking about that." Song, 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 song. Yeah, this Let song was me sent by, hear that song. This song was sent by Rachel Hoots. Uh, she says, hey, guys, this is a song called No More by my band Dragonfly Raptor. I play all the instruments, and my friend Danae sings. Dragonfly Raptor. Dragonfly Raptor. Dragonfly Raptor. We're not oh. trying to promote anything. We're just doing this for fun. Thanks for making such a great podcast as always. Oh, you're welcome.
shows there's more to me than what there seems. No more wasting time, you see, I've come to pay my destiny. That outro there that started around like 235 with mm-hmm. the background vocals, like I think the song needs more of that. I think that should mm. be like figure fi- I I'm I hate to come across to come I'm telling you to do your song different. But if you're gonna do another song that's similar to that, like that that felt like a really fun little nugget there mm-hmm. of that that background vocal with kind of sparse vocals on top of it. Like I liked that. My ears liked that a lot mm. is what I'm saying. But that was fun. No, I liked it. Yeah, that's great. Kind of like it just came power out. Power metal had, kind of fun. Yeah, we romp. had some, uh, some big dynamic listens the last couple of weeks. Yeah, got some pinch harmonics in there. Yeah. Chugga chuggas. Thanks for the song. Bye, everybody. Stay grounded. <laughs>